0: to today's blockbusters like Captain Marvel and Avengers Endgame the content on Disney Plus is truly unparalleled and if all that isn't enough Disney Plus even has originals like The Mandalorian the first live action Star Wars series so don't miss out go and sign up today and start streaming and tell them Hey sent you. What's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Awakening Soul Podcast. I'm your host, CEO Hayes, aka the Content King, aka the Dad bot God, aka the Red Bearded Assassin. And right off the top, if you're not following us, make sure you do so. Go and check out check us out at the Awakening Soul or at Awakening Soul Pod, just depending on what platform you're looking for us at. Um, this week's episode, we are not continuing the fat phobia series. It's going to be a little bit different. There's not very many times where I come here and I completely change what I'm gonna what the main discussion topic is going to be. I know there's times where I come in and I may have a concept, but I don't really take bullet points. I let the conversation goes where wherever it goes. Uh, this is to challenge myself with my muscle. Um, but this week, I heard something. and Everyone knows how much I respect this podcasting game, how much I respect creativity, uh, how ingrained I am in it day to day, and how much, like you hear it, I play ads from other podcasts. I have other creatives from other walks of life in here. But very rarely do I hear something where I'm like, fuck it. I got to talk about it this week. This has to take over my show. So we'll, you'll understand that when we get into it. So after the after the, the minor of Hay segment, this has the potential to really turn into one of the most passionate discussion topics that I've done in quite a while. That's just to be honest with you. So we'll see where that goes. We'll see where that lay. Hopefully you guys love it. Um, but yeah, so that's enough prefacing. We're going to go ahead. We're going to get into our intro music. On this side of that, we're gonna hop into my dark and twisted crazy ass mind. I'll see you guys right after this. The
1: following is a Breaks Media Podcast.
2: You're now listening to the best podcast in the world, The Awakened Soul, hosted by my dad.
0: You know you got it. all right so we're in my dark and twisted crazy ass mind you know this is where i go off a lot of times this turns into things that are in like the pop culture and the news cycle not to be on that wave but just because that's probably some stuff that's on my mind so we got a couple of things here uh that kind of play into that kind of don't the first one i know most of you guys probably seen at this point now is dominated black twitter uh so i have to talk about it and i'm not going to spend a lot of time on it though and that's this uh restaurant owner who uh, was recorded basically going off on his patrons saying how it's not a place for twerking. It's not a place for, um, you know, everything else. How he tried to create this to have something more upscale for his people. This was for his people. This is for the culture. And you've heard some people, uh, a lot of backlash. Some people understood it. you know, Some people didn't. And, you know, I'm kind of, I understand both sides of this. And this is uh, highly like something that I think about all the time, right? Is that, A, we have this ideal that it's and you know we kind of talked about on the breaks radio of what it's in the culture it's for the culture and what does that mean and i think this highlights that the culture can be a lot of different things now this is his establishment and he has the right to set the tone uh to have any requirements for his establishment that he chooses to and so the people who are, are like you know why would you do this this is disrespectful this is going to kill your restaurant it's his restaurant he has the right to to set up whatever uh criteria or whatever he wants to within his his right and sometimes we 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 because we look at it as for the culture then we start feeling some form of entitlement over it and we really don't nothing it's still for the culture It doesn't have to fall in line with that with a set of specific ideas to be considered for the culture because our culture we're not a monolith we say it all the time it's something that is it has things all over the spectrum so if he wants something more upscale and exquisite so to say for his people he has the right to do that now where I will say the people who do have backlash about it is okay, it's it's up to him to set that tone then. If it's if it's something that he wants his restaurant to stand for, it's up to him to set the tone. Now, some people will say, well, him playing the type of music, that's going to elicit some people to start twerking, to start dancing. Now, I, I you know, some people said that it was done on tables or whatnot, and that's that's never okay in you know, an establishment. You know, some some let it go, but that I can understand. But yes if you want this tone and i can understand people having this perspective of if you want this tone then why play certain types of music now that still falls back to he can play whatever the hell he wants to and still have the sense st- if he wanted to play from the window to the wall all day every day in that restaurant and say don't twerk your ass at all that's his his right to say now is it, is it can it be confusing for some of the patrons absolutely but it all boils down to if that's what his establish if that's what he wants his establishment to be who are we to question it if you don't Rock with it. If you don't agree with it, if you think it's disrespectful, don't patron patron it. Don't go there. Don't spend your money there. That is still your right, regardless if that restaurant's supposed to be for the culture or not. Sometimes we get caught up in this thing being for us, for our people. That, like I say, we get some form of entitlement, or we feel like we owe it to go there or to do whatever. And you don't have any of that. He doesn't owe you guys anything. You guys don't owe him anything. Is at the end of the day. And then you know, the fact that this boiled down to our, like whole big conversation, days long on social media. It doesn't surprise me. We really don't have a lot of shit to talk about. We're in fucking quarantine. That's what fucking happens in quarantine. But that's just my thoughts on it. It was on my mind, so I wanted to talk about it. But that's not the main thing that I'm going to talk about here in the In Mind hay segment. The main thing I'm going to spend a lot of time on is, and this has been on my mind, um, is, is you know, COVID cases are rising in this country. Uh, things are on the precipice of, well, they're shutting down in, the, in a lot of states. I think the border to Canada is still closed. Um, some states are closing down uh, things again, and some are being fought in in uh, legal battles to say that people don't have the right or governors don't have the right to close certain things down or take away certain rights. And this is my issue where my mind is right now on this COVID thing, right? With cases being back on the rise, as I said before, is that I really feel like part of the reason why COVID got back to where it was, um, and where in some, in a lot of cases higher than what it was, even at when it first started, is because this whole wearing a mask thing has been made to be political when it should have never fucking been political. And I am somebody who says, let's pay attention to politics, let's do more with politics and the culture. But when you really step back and look, this is a pandemic, this is a health thing. So the moment that it became political and people started using and saying their rights and X, Y, Z, and, I, and I, let, me not, let me not say I don't get it in some cases because I do, but overall, this is to protect and keep Americans healthy and a lot. So when we constantly make this political when this should have been a thing of just listening to your doctor or, or 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 the doctors in this country when they set the standards. And this goes back to some some of the leadership. Now, it's not always going to everything can't be cuz some they're going to some be some people who do what the fuck they want to do when they want to do it. But this whole thing becoming political when it shouldn't have been, when it didn't need to. Let me not say should. It didn't need to be political. Is why we're seeing the rises that we are. Because it, it like at the end of the day, this is not a political thing. This is not Something that's only affecting the red or the blue, the right or the left, this is affecting all Americans equally. well, some communities are being hit a little bit harder, so I guess not equally, but uh, that's a demographic thing, that's not a political thing. So I just really feel like like looking back at it, and of course, we've been in this now for the better for almost all of two thousand and twenty, and so it's easy now to say. You know, looking back, we shouldn't have made it political or shouldn't be made political. But at the end of the day, really, when you look at somebody like I don't care if you feel like it's your right as American to not wear a mask. If you don't at this point, it's more than that. It's not about your politics. It's not about your rights. And some people might hear this and be like, how dare you, CJ, say that it's not about our rights? How dare you say anything? And, and I and I get it to a degree. But we're making this thing political and it doesn't need to be when we're making this when it should boil down, in my opinion, to what's going to keep us our children, our loved ones, our family, and just our fucking neighbors, healthy politically, uh, politically, possibly. Um, and I think that's what really, if we, if we change our mindset to that, then it may get better quicker than it would before. I get it. Yes. Wearing a mask suck. I have a fucking beard. My beard is big as shit. I hate stuffing that motherfucker in a mask. Like seriously, then my beard starts itching. I got to re it out every time I take a goddamn, like, I hate it. I hate it. But guess what? I do it. Not because I'm right or left or anything like that. It has nothing to do with that. For me, it's about keeping me myself healthy. And then if for some reason I do catch it, it's helping me cut down possibly spreading that out to anyone else. So that's just my thoughts on it. Uh, it's something that's been on my mind that I've really been stirring on um, with this situation. I was going to talk a little bit about the Nate Robinson getting knocked out by Jake Paul thing. But really, I think I think the memes really fucking say it all. I really do. I think the memes in this case give that whole story and there's nothing Hayes can really add to it if I'm just being 100% honest in this case. So uh, that's my thoughts on that. Um, we're going to go ahead, get into a break. Uh, you're going to hear from another podcast. Here's some music. Then we're going to get into the main discussion topic this week, which I'll give you the title. The title of this one is to Stop Complaining and start leading. I'll see you guys right after this.
3: What's up everybody? This is Dan aka Dan on Drugs.
1: And I am Afro Becky aka Afro Becky. And we are the Black Law
3: and Legal Lies podcast. podcast. A weekly legal podcast And our lovely esteemed moderator, Afro Becky.
1: Most of our topics are legal in nature and we discuss them in a relatable way. We release new episodes every Tuesday.
3: Yo, you can find us anywhere podcasts are available.
1: Or you can find us on social media at Black Law Podcasts. So check us out. Or don't. Hey!
3: What? Sometimes people do like the opposites.
0: All right. So I talked about this at the beginning, right? There's not very many things in the history of this podcast that have completely caused me to, to, to deter. The reason uh, anyone who's watching this, like my podcast is usually out either Sunday night or very early Monday morning. Um, I'm dropping this about mid afternoon on Monday. There's a peek behind the scenes. And that's because I, I completely, completely scrapped what, what was going to be the discussion topic. And I had to talk about this. So I was, people throw me podcasts all the time and ask me to listen to it. I was throwing a podcast in this case. I definitely I said I was going to check it out during my off time. And so in me, like getting up this morning on my Starbucks run, I'm like, you know what? Let me go ahead and start this. And it didn't take very long. I'm going to go ahead and play the clip that initially started me down this path. And we'll be right back after this.
2: When you give these women uh, more and more freedoms and you give them more and more opportunities They're going to take advantage of that in the wrong way. They're going to lose a sense of themselves as feminine.
0: All right. So as you heard there with that clip, (laughs) the thing that I have a problem with here is the phrasing of when you give women more freedom, just, just, just let that sit in for a while. Right. When you give women more freedom was the way that that one started off. Now he did say a lot more after that. It was all kind of along the same way. Um, and you know, I'll be pulling a lot of clips uh from this specific individual, not just because of uh this one saying, but I've found a lot of problematic shit. Um, when you give women more freedom and opportunities, right, <laughs> they lose their femininity is what he said. And I immediately you know, I try to I'm I'm like you guys if most of you who follow the podcast for a while know that I really try to give a lot of Leeway and not leeway. I try to give a lot of understanding to people who have different beliefs than me. I had conversations with people. go back and listen to the toxic masculinity episode if you can't see just the way that I like giving people the space to to hit their views and talk about it openly and not really judge anybody with this, right? My first mind went to this, and this is and this is and, and something that in this person's in 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 jay's podcast, uh, you'll hear a lot of narrative like this and talk about how it affects alpha males, right. And this is my opinion. If your position is secure, if you are, it shouldn't matter what freedoms or opportunities anyone else happens has, because as a leader, as a alpha male, if that's what you want to call it, as a king, whatever you want to label it, there there is nothing that can challenge that position if you truly hold it. So, in my in my opinion, when people start feeling things like this oppose or break down. Their whole way of living or, or so to say, or, or it affects them in such a way that they have to attack it and say that people shouldn't have certain opportunities and freedoms is because you're not really an alpha in that case. You're not really a leader because people know that to elevate somebody, right? No matter how much somebody is elevated as a king, as a leader, as an alpha, you should be able to elevate people and know that your position is not challenged at all. Your position is not, it's just not up for debate right it's not at risk i guess is a better way to phrase it and so any people who share this type of mindset to me are that you remember when we did the sigma male episode and we talked about false alphas that's what this is i'm just gonna flat out say let's go ahead and get into the next clip and this is kind of highlight what i'm saying here i'm sorry to tell you women have not changed i think
2: the times have changed but i think women are who they are it's just been elevated by you weak males who've allowed these women to get out of pocket and i think these guys realize this this is why they run to male groupings to say hey you know i'm not the problem it's these women these women have changed no you're elevating somebody that should
0: never be elevated okay so (sighs) women have not changed right times have changed and and then to say that this is why women are getting out of pocket First off, you can not acknowledge that time has changed but to say that people have not changed. If you if you look at if you want to keep things painted in a certain box in a certain era and say that they're never going to change or they never have changed, you sir are missing a huge part of it. To say that women have not changed when you look at the way that the women have in every every 20 year set from the 60s to the 80s to the 2000s till now. And uh, and you you said they've given more opportunities and freedoms. So to say that those opportunities and freedoms have not changed. When you look at women at one point not really having a voice to the point that they have a voice now ultimately what you're saying in my opinion even by you saying that women aren't or have not changed is to say that women basically need to shut up and play basketball they go back to the lebron james thing but because you're saying that they haven't actually changed but i guess now because they have platforms and we're quote-unquote elevating these women people like society has gotten to a place where everyone has the voice now if you're threatened by somebody else having a voice and a platform to be able to speak on their shit, guess what, motherfucker? Then you're way off fucking basis. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But let's 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 let's, let's keep this fucking going, right? Because to say that it's uh, to, to allow these women to get out of pocket, out of whose pocket? Out of whose pocket again? Someone else's opinion shouldn't challenge your place. And if you feel like your cha- your, your place as a man is challenged because women now. Have the ability to speak out on what they want, like, and don't like, and everything else in between. The issue is with you, buddy. The issue is with you. Let's go ahead and keep it going, though. Come
2: on, man. The people see what they want to see. But this virtue signaling, this throwing black men under the bus to suit your agenda, that's why these women are single, because they don't like black men, but they can't get no man of no the group without themselves having to cancel out their blackness. So they have to be miserable because they want to be in that pro-black circle, but then they don't want to go over to
0: the other side like that. So in that clip, right, he said uh, talked about how women throwing black men under the bus and then alluded to, and again, this is, this is me paraphrasing. You can tell me if you think that I am, uh, I'm, I'm way off basis with this. But to say that, to allude to the fact that women dating outside their race has a chance of canceling out their blackness. Let's this is something that I have forever, forever been against. And I've I've you talked about it on Twitter, I've talked about it on this podcast. Guess what? If you date outside your race, that does not in any way change your experiences as a black person. It doesn't change you to be able to speak and represent blackness. It doesn't change for you to be able to speak and, and talk about Black Lives Matter. It doesn't do any of that. None of that. You're still black. You're still, but in that same thing, you know what? We'll 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 get into that. We'll get into that. I'm gonna save that for later. But to say that that cancel out his cancel out women's blackness, right, and to say that it's women throwing men under the bus, let's 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 talk about this, right? How about having a whole entire? And keep in mind these clips that I'm pulling are from different episodes, so this isn't just one episode. This is to show and prove how this man's whole platform is to basically tear down black women. But you talk about throwing black men under the bus so you've built a whole platform of being in contradiction to that and this is the problem that i have with this and this is why i labeled this stop complaining and start leading right because you have built a whole platform at this point and this is not just him black men in general people who share this mindset build whole platforms to tear down the thoughts the ideas the place of black women having and don't speak anything about actual leading So speaking, I don't think I actually pulled the clip, but he has another clip in which he talked about where are these people uh, going and and passing out Thanksgiving turkeys or giving their time? Where is yours? Why don't we spend more of our time using our platforms to elevate the things that we're actually doing? And I want to make sure that I say this guy, he does say some stuff in in some of his shows that it's like I, I agree with. Not when it comes to women, though. Let me just say that when it comes to women, we are completely uh, disagree. I mean, there's a couple of times where he talks about um, us being against each other. And we spend so much time being against one another and using that and filtering our traumas that we attack one another that I completely agree with. We do. We and I've said this before in Love Less and Badass Soul and this podcast, we do spend a lot of time and we try to measure out hurt and who has it worse but sir you're using your whole entire platform for this same for to doing exactly the thing that you are trying to call out women going for but let's get back into this this whole uh uh black women dating outside of their race right so carrie champion recently had a, a some something that went viral and this was his response some of his response to
2: because you have these feminist minded liberal women like carrie champion who can't keep a man can't get one who paraded her Caucasian boyfriend all over social media, right after she got the ESPN, what, 2014? Posting them on social media. She couldn't wait to brag about being in a relationship with this guy. But she wants to talk about how she's for her people. She wants to go in on Caucasian people who don't like black people. Meanwhile, she basically is the antithesis of a hypocrite She's the type of person who will point the finger, but will not look her own self in the mirror and look at the things that she's saying and how much of a hypocrite she is. Because in her mind, she's not a hypocrite. In her mind, she's an honest, hardworking woman who's never gained an advantage because she was a double minority.
0: And so and so now in listening to that, it's like, wow. Okay, so now we see what is what's going on with this. Um, and then there's another clip too, that I want to play
2: when they talk ill of black men. And then we put that mirror in your face, say, Hey, but you're dating Brad who makes less money than you. (laughs) Brad makes less money than you. And that's your guy. How are you going to talk down to us and say, we ain't building. Look who you with. You hopped over the fence and still struggled to find somebody good. And this is what we, we have to deal with. But, what? But, well, I guess we don't, which is why they're mad, too, because you got melanated men that can travel overseas or date women of other groups. And that's happening more and more. And these women are noticing.
0: All right. So now with those two clips, when you combine those two things together, it really starts painting the larger picture. Right. It starts painting the picture that of, of why. And I don't like to diagnose. Right. But, you know, people I don't like to be on that whole thing of who hurt you. Right. Because people love saying that and like wow, who hurt you anytime somebody starts saying something that they really don't agree with or that they don't understand. And in this case, it really starts painting the picture in the case that that it's like, all right, so now it's really starting to be evident. It's really starting to be evident that your bigger problem is that you feel like it's with women dating outside the race. And the thing that I say that he contradicted himself on is because you heard in that clip also, he talked about how black men, have the ability to go to these other countries and and basically date other women. And that's like a positive thing. But yet when it comes to black women dating outside the race, suddenly it's this huge negative thing that he's pointing out as being a negative or, or is taking away your blackness. Sir, you contradicted yourself. So let me get this straight. Black women dating outside their race basically takes away their blackness. They want to be in black circles, but they can't. But yet it's looked at as a black women are jealous and scared of black because black women um black men have the ability to travel and date outside the race. Which one is it, sir? Is it that you that you lose your blackness, that you lose your ability to speak on black issues, that you lose your support in the black community by dating outside your race? Or is it okay when you feel that it's a black man who's doing it because of your you being upset with the black with black woman? That just and to highlight the sense of entitlement that I'm talking about here, right? To highlight the sense of entitlement, let me play yet another clip. So understand this.
2: A lot of you melanated women, you need to understand that we we are all you got. Especially if you are trying to be pro black. Unless you know you're trying to push this narrative that Caucasian people are coming after us. If you look at her timeline and women like her, you'll see that they push this narrative that the Caucasian people are just coming after
0: the blacks. We're all black women have, right? That's a dangerous mindset to have. And that probably plays into the fact of why he his platform is built or platforms like these because I don't want to make because there's a lot of people that share this mindset. I'm just using him as the, 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 the litmus, I guess, in this case to, to talk about because there are clips that, that we can directly go against here. But to say then that, that we are all black women have, right? To paint that, does that not sound like gaslighting? I'm just wondering. Like, let me know if you guys think it or not. Because to try to paint somebody in a box and say, oh, well, you should be happy with what you get because we're all that you have. That's pretty problematic there, bro. Pretty problematic. And to say
2: then that you can't have it both ways, which is why these women are miserable, which is why these women truly don't even want to deal with black men like that. They think they're a different group of people. They think that they are their own race. This is how weird these people are. This is how crazy that they are.
0: Women are miserable and that they think they're their own race, right? But maybe I'm off. Let me know. Because by a lot of the clips that I've played here, is he not displaying a lot of those same quote- unquote issues that he sees in the black community? Maybe that's just me. And that's what my issue really comes in at with this, and this type of thinking at all, is that it really just highlights bigotry in a different way internally. And when you talk about when you want and you create a whole platform to tear down our women, black women, but then talk but then want to say what and focus just on them, the issue that I have with this, right? is that as men, And this is not to say that women don't have anything that we don't need to talk about as a culture, that they don't do anything negative, that they don't have toxic traits that we need to talk about and expose because it's there. So I want to make sure that I'm saying that I'm I'm not saying that women are perfect, that we we shouldn't speak about the issues within our own race, within our own women. I'm not saying that at all, because those should be talked about. But as a man who's, quote unquote, an alpha, as a man who is a leader, I can't listen to anyone who doesn't call out their own people. Very much. And the thing with this is and in this is that the guy is also a Trump supporter, which, you know, shout out to Andrew Bello, who's one of my close friends, who's also a Trump supporter. So it's not necessarily that. But you you kind of understand this, right, because you're displaying a lot of those same characteristics with with focusing on your base. And it's no wonder that he is because. By him saying or talking about how black women like to to pander or or even men like to pander to women. They like to pander. And that's why women, quote unquote, have gotten out of pocket of quoting quoting him. You're doing that same pandering. If you go and look at this at this man's YouTube channel, if you go and listen to the YouTube channel, this conversation turns into the exact type of pandering that happens within the Trump, within Trump supporters, within people who are who are narrow minded. Let's not just say Trump supporters, people who are blindly Democratic as well. People who are blindly fuck drake fans anyone any type of toxic fandom displays a lot of these same characteristics because overall you are you don't call out people within your own the issues within your own supporting base or your own base or your own platform your own whatever you want to call it you don't call out those same traits in it and you just focus on attacking the black woman i can't i can't get with it i can't call anyone an alpha whose main focus is to attack a group of people but not be able to speak about the problems within their own groups. That's where the issue lies within this. It's not necessarily just his ideas. The ideas, yes, they're problematic in my opinion. For some, they would not be. But my thing is you cannot be called or considered a leader. In my opinion, again, you can't be considered a leader at all if you're not willing to call out your own problematic traits and you just focus on everything else or one specific group of people. That's just my opinion on it. But then the kind of last thing that I wanted to... uh put uh, that we're well, not one of the last things but well it is one of the last things but second to last topic um and so for a lot of people they know that i, I recently had a viral video in which i talked about black women feeling protected physically emotionally and mentally um and you know we talked about love less and bad so we even went into spiritually too because not everyone's spiritual that's why i left it out out of that video but even spiritually right but then it goes on to say this oh yeah also the protection thing Black women say they're not being protected. Come
2: on, man. Y'all call the police on us more than anybody. (laughs) Who calls the police more on black men than black women, man? Let's just be real. Who's calling the police on who more? Are black men even calling the police on black women? On the same men you want to protect you? Calling the police on them every five minutes just just so they leave your house?
0: So they can bring some
2: other dude up in there?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I really can only laugh at that, right? Because to say or to allude to black lives not mattering because black women call the police on black men. I'm sorry, but you kind of just contradicted. You're not kind of you contradicted yourself yet again in that one, because in my opinion, a black woman is not gonna, if she's not going to call the police you so we talked about right um the fact that you know his thoughts and he says he's not the most political person and everything else but black women aren't going to call the police on someone who they feel protected by and trying to uh, paint it as black women just call the police because they want to get men to get the dude out the house so they can bring another dude over sir that seems and screams insecurity on a level in which i'm not licensed to help you work through like why even if you do feel right that black women aren't helping protect the the same black men that they're saying black lives matter to because they're calling police on black men. And even if you're saying it in situations, there are some situations in which, which I say that the way that you present shit is just as important as the message in of itself. But to say it the way that he did and ended on, but to bring another dude over, that is the part that makes the insecurity very evident for anyone who's paying attention. I'm a black man. I can say that a black woman has never called the police on me. Ever. Ever. That's because I haven't made one feel unsafe enough to do so. And, as far as being petty uh and if they are doing the people, which it does happen, let's not act like that doesn't happen. I'm saying but I'm not saying that that doesn't happen at all in every single case, right but to to blindly use that to try to use your platform to describe all of our black women is fucking disgusting and stupid, frankly, it's fucking stupid. so if you got a problem with it, you can see me period point blank um, and then you know to say to say that you know there's this thing of uh and what you said before too, is that. You know,
2: melanated men, black men, which is what a lot of these women have been doing because they are so deeply in bed with the DNC. They are all in on the DNC. Now, I don't know what the political leanings of any of you that are watching this video. I'm not a political person, but I am not a Biden supporter. So she may have been speaking to me. And she was so triggered by the fact that people would not want to vote for that guy. All these people are celebrating this man possibly becoming president, because he isn't. But we're going to go off possibility.
0: Black men, quote unquote, being attacked by by white people. Listen, you're, you're, and you know, he said in another clip, he's not the most political person. And I can understand why, because you sound like a fucking idiot. Because at the end of the day, it's not just about white people attacking us. It's about the system of oppression that, that exists in this country. And that as white people being the largest base in this country, that they have a very big part of ignoring it for as long as they do. That's what it is. It's not to say every white people and it's just white people. Hell, if you look and pay attention, and this is why you have to do stuff outside of just saying shit to grab headlines or just read this is where you really need to get into the details of it. Even black cops have said that once they got into the, the way that they're trained, and the, you know they have to step back. The way that they're trained, it 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 enforces the idea of black men being under attack by the or uh, un- unjustly prosecuted and attacked by police officers. So it's not just it's not white people holy. It's the system. The system overall that's the issue. And to try to narrow it down to say oh they're just saying it's, we're just under attack by white people is fucking stupid. And my and to be quite honest, it's fucking a dangerous rhetoric to have. And the fact that people listen to the shit and also feel this type of way without doing this is the same people type of people who scream all day do your research motherfucker i need you to do your fucking research and know what the actual problems are if you're going to talk about black lives matter and this is why i say a lot of this base a lot of this type of thinking is very trumpian in in ideals and to say that you know uh i'm not the most political person but uh biden is going to bite and again you're proving you're not the most political person because you don't pay attention you just pay attention to headlines there has been We've, we've already talked about the fact of no, no fact proven in, in voter fraud, because I'm not going to get into that uh, yet again and spend more time on that. But this is the type of shit that we need to call out. And it, it's, I, I listened to it, and originally I was going to leave it at the tweet that I made, but I was like, no, fuck this. Because it's just, am I just as big of a problem if I see this and don't use my platform to call out the bullshit in this? To call out how problematic this is for our culture, how problematic this is for our people, Everything from top to bottom this is an issue and the issue and the bigger issue with this is these are the same men who are going to present themselves as being alphas and leaders motherfucker you can't even lead yourself into proper thought proper processing other than that Guess what it's not leading to point a finger it's not leading to blame it's leading if you're going to talk about something to identify the idea the problem in the ideas where they're rooted at and how as a people we can work to get them but when you have a whole platform built to tear down black women and talk shit about black women that is a fucking issue the last very last clip i'm going to play in this here it is
2: and it's funny how you have women like her who you can tell i call her basically a negro because she is uh she's sitting up there trying to look as european as possible but she's talking about this system of oppression she's talking about how caucasian people are discriminating against Black people. When you are looking recently, look at all of these black rappers who are who are being taken out left and right by other black men. But we are worrying and focusing on something that, to me, should not is not even an issue right now.
0: And this is something that we hear all the time to tear down people. Let's let's first identify to look European, right? European uh, fashion has always been the trend or always eventually takes over the trends and comes into the united into the united states so we're talking about to look european as the culture uh i'm sorry as fashionably it's idiotic to say or to try to tear down someone's blackness for quote-unquote trying to look european let's let's just leave it at that for that one but then if you're trying to talk about those the way that she looks physically right being a lighter complected woman uh, if you're talking about how she does her makeup the way that you want to look fashionably it doesn't take away from your fucking blackness it doesn't take away from you living this goes back to what we said before living the black experience here in america to having and being able to speak about those experiences and to call that shit out and to use your platform to call it out and and you talk about fighting within the race and all your platform is based around and doing is to tear down black women that sir is an issue and it's idiotic and it's irresponsible and this is why i spent this time my platform that i've built over the last three years that is my fucking baby for me to take a whole discussion topic the and major- the majority of an episode to attack not to attack but to break down this type of thinking and ideology shows and goes to show for anyone who knows me how important this fucking is to me and how much this pissed me off that this is where it turned as black men listen to me when i say this as black men if we're kings if we're alphas if we're leaders guess what the elevation of of women the elevation of other people the elevation of whatever else does not challenge your position if you feel like your p- position is challenged because other people are quote unquote being elevated then your position was bullshit from the get-go you probably shouldn't have been in it. because i can tell you right now as the king sitting here in front of this uh, in front of this camera in this studio on this microphone can't nobody fucking challenge Hayes's position period and i have no problem uplifting the people around me because guess what nobody and this goes back to the mindset of fucking millennials nowadays is that everybody wants they feel like they're lifted up higher when they subjugate or, or, or face a lower opponent you should never never want to surround yourself with people who are fucking lower than you. you should always want to surround yourself with people who either want to ascend to where you are have the ability to ascend where you are have the skill to ascend where you are or at the end of the day want to learn from but when you get challenged by Women, in this case, or anyone else, when you feel so challenged by them that you feel like it 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 upsets the balance of quote-unquote power and it, and it affects alpha males, you're a fucking idiot. You're a fucking idiot. You don't fucking deserve the platform. Kings, we gotta fucking do better. And by that, I don't mean, like, again, that's not to say that let's not call out bullshit that some pe- men, women, whatever else do. Call out any and all bullshit. But if you're going to call out a specific group of people, you better be willing to call out your own brothers as well who are sitting in the same position doing dumbass shit. Because you can't blame everything on women. You can't do it. And if you blame everything on women, if you're saying that every issue within our culture is based upon women being elevated, then guess what? (laughs) Shut the fuck up. That's what I got to say with that. Shut the fuck up. My name is fucking Hayes. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. If you want to see me, you can anytime. But at the, like I said, women being elevated shouldn't be a challenge to to the the place that black men hold in society and in our culture. If it's challenging that, it's because we're not holding our crowns where it needs to be. Period. And again, for the ones who are going to take this clip and use it to sit there and say, "Oh, you're capping for fucking women," nobody's saying don't call out the bullshit that some women do. But if you call out the bullshit women do and can't speak on the bullshit that men do too, you can shut the fuck up. And that's my piece. This has been another episode of the Awaken Soul Podcast. You can go ahead and follow the podcast at Awaken Soul Pod or at The Awaken Soul Pod, depending on where you're looking for us at. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, theawakenedsoulpod at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to leave us a voicemail, you can do so at 614-547-2039. And listen, Kings, if you disagree with me on this one, I would love to hear it. I would love to hear it. Um that's it this has been a, this has been the episode um i love each and every one of you guys even the ones i disagree with i'll see you lovely and beautiful people next week peace
1: <laughs> beef is best served like steak well done get a gun in your face bitch nigga people how you praying to god move your kids have you hiding your mom because when you hide behind the mother niggas but they ain't killers they ain't pulling them triggers fuck niggas you keying our cars, heartbroken. yours don't look like ours. them niggas ain't dying for you, them niggas ain't dying for you, throwing that flag up, running around, you hot shit, taking half of everything you get, yeah, them niggas ain't dying for you. Contract all fucked up, I guess that means you all fucked up You sign to one nigga, the sign to another nigga The sign to three niggas, now that's bad luck Damn that shit, even the odds now You better off selling this hard now You call it living out your dreams You can't fly without your wings, you get it Jeremy Scott's all camouflage.